It's a great Tuesday. Don't let him fool you. It's not a sad Tuesday. Rams are four-win team. The Lakers lost by, what was it, Sleeve, 46 last night? 26, 26, bro. my bad. Lakers' Much value just went up by, I think, $6 billion That's probably with the Suns being sold. It's a pretty young guy right there. Matt Ishiba, I'm assuming how you say it. Matt with one Ishbia. T. Just yeah. keep, your, keep your eye on the one. T- Anybody that takes the traditional spelling and kind of messes it up a little bit, I'm always got my eye on you. CEO of United Wholesale Mortgage. Sure. More, owning a mortgage business sounds like a good deal. Um, and also just was a walk-on at Michigan State and hey. won a national championship. Pretty good. Cool. Well, life's working out with for Matt with one T. He should buy his second T. Unlike Ray Pruitt, whose mama could only afford one T, Matt <laughs> Matt can certainly afford more. He should do three. Yeah. Just go the opposite direction. At this point. Matt, he could be that guy. Um, So you doing all right over there? You getting through the morning so far? Actually, I guess we're into the afternoon at this point. Yeah. You're good? Yeah, no problem. Because no problem at all. I, I have not had the opportunity to <laughs> no put on different clothes yet. Yeah. So for those of you that maybe are just getting in your car right now. Um, I did it- tell Amanda somebody should buy him deodorant. <laughs> That's all I told her. I don't think she understood what was going on. Um, third quarter last night, doing the Rams game, and I get a text from my wife. And she says, why don't you take your take your bag with you? Yeah. I said, I, you I did. Said, it's in my car. Why don't you take your bag? And she says to me, no, I'm looking at it. It's right here. It's by the front door. <laughs> and I went, oh. Because when I do a night game, I stay up here so I don't have to drive anything else. So I uh, basically am running it back with the exact same clothes I had yesterday, which the hoodie, fine. T-shirt, not super great. Jeans, fine. It's the socks and the underwear that I, okay. I, I feel like I'm not in the world's freshest spot right If now. I was in your spot, in your position... All right. First off, I know that you're gonna, you know, you're gonna shower in the morning, so that's that's a positive right there. I did. I'm going no undershirt. I'm not wearing that undershirt again. So now you have a long sleeve on, right? I have a, my hoodie as your long hoodie on. My so I, I would have just done. I would have t-shirt out. I would I would have kicked the t-shirt out. I think that right out of the gate, you would have felt a little fresher. Okay. Okay. The other areas, and this is not uncommon. If, if I'm staying in L.A. live all day long, let's just use as an example, I got a Laker game that night, and I go to the gym, I'm churning the socks inside out. Yeah. Okay, so that's an easy one as well. Should have done that. that and, that's, and that's even in the same day. Yeah. So it's kind of a must if I it's understand. the second day. You should have told me this last night. Well, I didn't know you were in this situation. <laughs> you should have texted me. I would have helped you. Hey, got a bit of an emergency. Yeah. The underwear... 100%'s got to go inside out. Yes. It, yeah. Well, now, but now yeah. I'm stuck. I'm now you're feeling work. the tag on like the inside. It's not the tag that's the oh, issue. Oh, no, you're already feeling the tag. You're not feeling the tag. <laughs> well, first of all, I'm a tagless man. I, I, I do not have a tag in there at all. But I, I'm stuck because there's really nowhere to do the uh, reversal. I'm not going to go into the men's room and get down to that stage of undress. Go to Greg's office. Beer. Tell Greg to get out for a second. A glass door is really perfect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're right. That's if somebody walks by, that's idea. bad timing for them. I just I, I gotta get I got about another hour and ten minutes here. I then got you got your drive. An hour home. God God bless the uh, air conditioning in my car on the way home. Probably a windows down situation. Then by three o'clock, I'll be ready to go. Be be fresh as a daisy. Reshower. Would've been, redress. It would have been really weird if you sent me a text this morning. Said bring no, underwear. You might- <laughs> oh my God. I wasn't no going to say underwear. I thought you were going to say deodorant. Bring some deodorant in. 
I, I, that honestly is not my number. That's not at the top of my list. The, if I don't the, put deodorant on, oh, I, I smell Al, myself. You're not understanding what I'm saying. You're you're doing that thing where you're talking about the second thing. I agree. I would rather have it than not have it, but I can get through the day. It's the it's the the lower half that I'm more concerned with. I can't get through the day. I gotta. I know what you're saying, but I have to have like deodorant. If I don't put on deodorant, I'm in my own head. I'm like, I you can't just do the kill show. yourself. I can't do the show. <laughs> it sounds like it's that big of a problem for you. That's it. I feel like it's a hard thing what? for you, t- Travis, too, because your teeth is also a big thing. So I'm glad at least that you can the, get a toothbrush. That at the at the con. It's not a concierge. It's the front desk. I said, hey, yeah. I don't have my shaving kit. Can you? Oh yeah, here, toothbrush, little paste, little toothbrush. Threw it in the uh, but bring it back. One fourteen had it, and we still have to give it to one twenty eight. Funny, not not funny at all. That's super gross. <laughs> I like gross stuff, but the, like even even let's say in a situation, rinse where it off, please. You're you're trapped on a desert island, but somehow Susan brought a toothbrush. We have one tooth. I'm good. I'll let all my teeth fall out. I'm not sharing a toothbrush with Susan. You wouldn't. You what? Oh no, that's not a problem. I, I, that's not. That's it's not. not it's it's the. What's the stuff on your plaque? It's the it's the it's the plaquiness of it all. I don't. It's not like the mouth germs. It's the plaquiness. I don't need to share that with anybody. No, with the wife, that's not. No, my no. girl. We have one your toothbrush. deodorant no is problem. my toothbrush. <laughs> you just need to put it. The the way you feel about that is the way I feel about the toothbrush. Also, by the way, guys, please don't tag me in these articles about whether or not it's it's a Christmas movie or not. I don't care about whether or not. Oh, you I clearly do. Yeah, it's you a Christmas do. You want to be tagged. I don't like. The you definitely want to be tagged. You, whether or not it's a Christmas movie. You care more about that topic than any person I've ever met in my life. That's three times we debate. have not brought it up, and you've brought it up three times. <laughs> yeah. No, you brought up the Robert Ori. I wasn't going to bring it up today, and you brought it up. So I'm blaming this on you. No, no that's not what happened. If, we're, if, if we were going to go back and rewind the tape, Al said to me, Hey, Trav, did you see Robert Ory's list? And I said, yeah. no. That's when you came off the top rope yep. with the diehard topic. We hadn't even gotten to it yet. And you were the one. Trading Places was in. on that list. Yeah. Home Alone yeah, was so on that list. Home Alone was great. I, I, I feel like you, uh, you're you responsible for bringing this into the show on your own. Yeah. Well, okay. So, yeah. She's like, that's screw true. you. We're, it's fine. But yeah, don't get, bring up Hot Dog a Sandwich or I guess Batman a Superhero or Die Hard. Please don't. Eight seven seven. <laughs> exactly. Good about Syndergaard. We will talk about Noah Syndergaard. Um, so he was a great pitcher. Not a great. He was a very good pitcher for a period of time with the Mets, and then he's been hurt for a while since. He pitched for the Angels last year and was mid, not terrible, not good. Goes to the Phillies and was mid. Pitched and got a start in the World Series, but was not particularly good. This is what he had to say about why he chose the Dodgers. Took for a little bit less money to come to L.A. To choose the Dodgers, I feel like everything that they touch turns to gold. Yeah, I think when you think of the Los Angeles Dodgers, that has like this aura around it where the expectations are are super high, and you're just expected to go out there and perform to the highest level. Okay, so that's part one about everything they touch it turns to gold. He also said this about their track record of helping pitchers that have struggled in other places. I have the most confidence in the, the coaching staff and, and the Dodgers organization to get me back to feeling that way. What they did with uh, with Heaney last year and, and Tyler Anderson, I I'm, I definitely want to be in that category. I really don't know if there's a way to quantify how big of a deal that is. Because Noah Syndergaard, if they can do it with him, 
If they can do for Syndergaard what they did for Tyler Anderson, took Tyler Anderson, who was, for lack of a better phrase, was a journeyman pitcher in Major League Baseball. Andrew Heaney was a journeyman pitcher in Major League Baseball. Turned Heaney or turned Anderson into a 16-game winner. They turned Heaney into a very effective Major League pitcher. They can do it with another guy like Syndergaard, who specifically targeted them to come in and kind of resurrect his career to go back to that guy that was throwing 100 miles an hour. Why can't I do it again? And they're successful. There's going to be a line of guys willing to take a, a moderate discount to reboot their careers the way that Heaney did, the way that Anderson did, the way that Syndergaard's trying to do. This is a huge advantage because the opposite is true down the street. You go to the Angels, you get worse. You get hurt. You, you Your career starts to spiral in a totally different direction. It is a massive advantage that they have over the other 29 teams in the league. All right, so I, I think the other part that's important. Sometimes when a player signs with a team, um, you know, there is this, uh, it's a brand new marriage and you're just saying the right thing. And it doesn't mean that there's always substance behind what you're saying. And I don't think if somebody listens to to Noah on these specific quotes and they're saying, he's just blowing smoke up there, you know what? No, he's not. And, you know, I've been one that I've tried to be critical of. Yeah, everybody's just kind of talking about Tyler Anderson like he didn't do anything. I, I thought that was uh, – that's a, that's a loss that – I don't feel like you could just replace that in nowhere. Now, let's see what happens with Syndergaard. And I think that, you know, the point has obviously been made. No, no, Al, they can do this with other players. Other organizations can't do it. Do you know what Tyler Anderson got for performing and winning 16 games last year? He got a three-year deal with the Angels, mm-hmm. $39 million. Andrew Heaney got a two-year deal with the Rangers for $25 million. So maybe Noah's also thinking to himself, if I can have a good year with the Dodgers, he's not wrong. There is this, um, there is kind of a, uh, there is an expectation that comes with the Dodgers that you don't get everywhere else. There is a, hey, you become a key pitcher right out the gate. You got the experience. You've played in big games, everything else. I don't think he's blowing up, you know what? I, I think it's a tremendous compliment that they can go get a player like that who's on the downside of his career yep. try to resurrect it where a lot of franchises can't do that. that if you do it to one guy, it's you, you're caught lightning in a bottle. If you do it to two guys, eh, you're kind of on to something here a little bit. You do it to a third guy, and the third guy is there specifically because you did it to the other two guys, now you got a line. The Tyler Anderson thing is is interesting to me because you, you have said it, and you're not wrong. He went 15-5 and five last year. He was great. In his career prior to that, he was 29-38. and 38. That's below average. And and if this were good, bad, good, bad, and the Dodgers got the good, this was a guy that was not very good for the Rockies, the Pirates, and the Mariners, and the Giants. Mm -hmm. He he just – he wasn't. And all of a sudden, in one year with the Dodgers, they turned him into not just a better pitcher, but one of the better pitchers in the National League. Andrew Heaney went from a guy that was all over the map in Anaheim, constantly hurt, to the Yankees, didn't really turn around here. It comes to the Dodgers, still dealing with the injury bug a little bit, but when he pitched, pitched really, really well. And that the Dodgers let both of those guys go, I think they believe what Syndergaard is saying. Look, we got the sauce. We can take hurt slash mediocre slash maybe less than mediocre and turn it into healthy and good. And if they do it with Syndergaard, it's a good, it, it, they're off to the races. It's a good test. Like, this one is just another test, and and you should have confidence that the Dodgers can turn him around. They have proved it. I just looked at Tyler Anderson all season long. It was, yeah, but he's going to come back to norm. He's going to come back. He never came back to norm. 
And I would say of all the starting pitchers that they had or all the pitchers that they had in the postseason, he was the one that gave them five solid innings. He was the one that we were saying, why isn't he going deeper in the game? And he didn't. Again, I'm going to go back to this. You're not wrong on the, well, look what he was prior to that. And by the way, he's going to a franchise that I don't think anybody has confidence in with the Angels. So if he goes back to the norm or the average, it wouldn't be a shock or a surprise, and we'll see what they do with Noah. Pitched seven years in the big leagues. He's had one good year. What's most likely to happen next year? Not another good one. And he's now with the Angels. <laughs> and, and in a place where not with the Cardinals. you walk he's in not with uh, some weird arm disease that just exists in that diet. I don't even know what it is, but it seems everybody that goes over there seems to struggle a little bit. The Rams, Baker Mayfield, did not have another great night. So actually, hidden blessing in disguise, it's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. So this is pretty funny. So I just get a text from... My son, I get a text from Bobby, right, who obviously is listening to the show. He goes, ah, look who forgot all their stuff now. <laughs> so that makes just Bobby, a, you got to jump on that he, opportunity. He, Good move. He's obviously listening. That makes once in 51 years that I forgot all my things. You do it three times a week. Bobby, don't listen to him, bro. No, that's he's true. He's got to take the L. No, I'm taking the L, but that's not how it goes. That once every it by Bobby the time forgets it his shoes again, a couple times a, week, a year. A week. It happens. He's twenty to turns twenty two in a little bit more than a week. Yeah. Every day when he walks out the door, I have to ask him, does he have his shoes? And occasionally he has to double back to make sure that he gets them. In December too? Yes, in December. Oh my goodness. Yes. But then yes. he listens to Why do you California. ask him? Or why why do you tell him? Just because, let him learn on his own on that. You don't think we've tried that? Because here's here's how it goes. What is he gonna walk into Dick's Sporting Goods yes. without shoes? Yes. That's awesome. And then and then that, you step that, that on would be something, amazing. and then it gets cut, and guess who gets to pay the hospital? Guess who gets to get his... By the way, right, walking the neighbor's dog, right? We watch our neighbor's dogs occasionally when they go on a vacation. And so he takes the dog for a walk, barefoot. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. Dog decides to start running. He gets tangled up with the dog, and barefoot, stubs his toe or whatever, breaks his toe in the middle of the street. When was this? A couple of years ago, yeah. So this is this is this is not just me. One time, eight years old, you forgot your shoes, and yeah. I've carried a grudge for the last you know sixteen years. This happens regularly uh, as an adult. At least he's not wearing the same underwear two <laughs> days in a row. Wait till he's twenty six and he's on his own insurance, and he has to think about. Day, it. Sure, he put on deodorant today. Day, day and a half. It hasn't been two days. I got to get all the way till tomorrow morning for two full Ugh. days. Yeah, which won't happen. I'll be good by three o'clock. Write it out. Write it out. Might as well just go all the way to Friday. I have one small thing. I was scrolling through Twitter, and I came across an abomination. I got to say, it's probably the grossest thing I think I've seen on Twitter in a long time, and it was from the New York Post. Great. Please share that. Yeah, you know, exactly. So it was from the New York Post, and it was a video of a Chicago establishment that serves pickles with peppermint sticks inside of them. You. So that people, when they bite into it, have both the quote-unquote Sweet and salty snack of a pickle and peppermint. That sounds absolutely no, disgusting. Yeah, no thank you. Like, what the heck? Who would even think about this? I don't like peppermints under any circumstance. Like, peppermint yes. is an unpleasant flavor for me under the best of circumstances. I don't I, don't I just blocked that. Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> See, look, this is, I almost said it. Twitter the is blocked. Potato Bowl in Idaho is coming up any minute now. They just previewed it. You're going to tell ESPN. me there aren't people right now that have some 
curiosity. If we're playing the bowl game at 4 o'clock, why are we not playing the one at 12 o'clock? That's what I want to know. A little pregame show for the Potato Bowl. Looked like it was North Texas getting ready to play against somebody. I don't know who it was, but they were green. Sounds like a big game to me. I, I, I just feel like we, we never get that opportunity. We never Who's get running the preemptions. We just we just one preemption, even during the holidays. We can't, well, we we can't thought, get that. We thought we, thought we were going to get them in World Cup. Not one. No. Potato Bowl is Eastern Michigan and San Jose State. Spartans. San Jose State. Local. I guarantee you there's somebody right now listening to us that is a Spartan alum. Probably. One or two. By the way, they could have been playing a team out of uh, New York, and we would have still said... It's in the country. Uh, just once? It doesn't seem like no, a lot No, it's not going to happen. It doesn't seem like happen. a lot to ask. So uh, when I wasn't getting news that I left all my uh, clothes behind at the house, I was watching the Rams and the Packers on Monday Night Football. And not that this is new news, but we got – it was like new, new, new old news. For one night about 10 days ago, yeah. we had a really fun Rams game. You had, yeah, you lost it on Friday morning. You had a game where the quarterback played really well, mm-hmm. and you won a game that you weren't supposed to win. You did it in dramatic fashion. A great drive to end the game. It was awesome and fun and new and wow. Best awesome. win of the year. Last night was right back, right back to, to the it. other games that we've seen. Even the wins. Is Al. this the Tyler Anderson? This is the regression to the mean <laughs> of, of what this season has been along the way. It was a team that can't move the ball. Yep. A team that even forced a couple of turnovers, right? They mm-hmm. had an interception. They got a fumble. Still can't score. They score one touchdown in three hours of football, and it really wasn't a whole lot of fun to get into because there's never a threat that they're about to do something. It never feels like they're getting close, and it's just let's run out the clock on this season and let's get ready to figure out what you're going to do next season because this has been – really from the opening night just a complete bust of a year by the way and if you didn't watch the game and you just saw us at 24 to 12 you think oh maybe this game was close they they could have put up 35 40 points if they wanted to uh they didn't do that they took a knee at the one yard line in the last series of the game I, i'm with you on the it's one thing to lose it's one thing to kind of it, let me use it's not the best example but i'm gonna give this as an example raiders have lost some really close games this year. Mm-hmm. Raiders have kind of folded at the end. Multiple times. And it's not that, I'm not telling you that that's a good thing. What I'm saying is that there's at least some excitement one way or the other. Yes. The Rams haven't had even that. I think that, you know, you you named off all their wins. When Atlanta Falcons, Carolina. Um, Arizona and Vegas. Arizona and Vegas. That's right. Those are their four wins. They're not in it against any of these teams. The Packers are not a team you look at in the NFC and say, watch out for the Green Bay Packers. Now they're still in the playoff hunt. Did they not feel like they completely controlled the game yesterday? That you know was... I felt like that. Because it was like they that. they did. And, and there was never... And <laughs> they were in complete control. And there was never a moment where you thought, okay, hey, they're, this game is getting too close, too close for comfort. I mean, I guess you could say at halftime it was it was still a game. But that's, that's been their MO all season long. They're within a touchdown or so yeah. at the at the half, maybe mm-hmm. four last night. Sometimes it's tied. And then the second half starts, you're like, yeah, they got no shot. And that's exactly what happened last night. I, I'm trying to figure out you know, what it is... Are the Rams just this team that ran into, and I actually, I, I don't really feel this, but I'll set it up this way. Are the Rams a team that just got off to a really bad start, had brutal injuries right out the gate, their offensive line was depleted, then that completely affects Matt Stafford, and then that completely affects any running game that you have, and before you even blinked, you're three, four games below 500, and it was a wrap, 
And it, was it just a bad season that in the NFL, you know that there's going to be seven teams that make the playoffs, and then the next year, seven new teams are going to make it? I'm saying that just kind of the um, how quickly teams can kind of come back in the league. I don't feel like they're just going to start off next season. Their line is going to get healthy. They're going to get some of these players back. I still think they're going to have the depth issues. I still think they're one player away from having some problems. I don't feel comfortable that Allen Robinson and that contract that he signed that, hey, that's the perfect second piece behind Cooper Cup. I don't know if this gets repaired just simply by starting a new season. I think you're, everything that you said about what have the, the injuries and kind of the snowball effect, and the next thing you know, you're three or four games under 500, and it's like, okay, we're, we're out of it. That, that's accurate. But I think the second thing is also, was it was almost inevitable eventually anyway, because what those injuries did was expose how close to the end of the line with this group you actually mm-hmm. were, right? That... The Rams had a run under Sean McVay for five years. Unbelievable run. It was terrific. This year was welcome to the NFL. That everything they tried to do, or virtually everything they tried to do, hit and hit big. Right? They went to the Super Bowl twice. They won the Super Bowl. Where they got incredibly fortunate was that they won the Super Bowl last year. Because let's say that Joe Burrow gets that ball back and goes down and scores, mm. and you lose the Super Bowl. You played what you just got beat. Joe Burrow did his thing, and you got beat, okay? And now this happens. That is the, oh my gosh, we might be in store for a couple more years like this before you can start to turn it back over again. Last year, arguably, was the end of that run. Hmm. That run of Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey and that offensive line. And Obviously, Matthew Stafford came in late, but he's down the road in his career. This is not a young guy. Cooper Cup is at the peak of his career. Mm. You're just that all of those things came together at the right time. Andrew Whitworth is 40 years old. Mm. All of these things. So at least you got it done. So it was worth it. Because if you go through that five year run and you're good, but you don't punch your ticket and then you get what you've got this season, it's what what did we just do? Because this, Which happens a lot in sports. It happens all the time. Right? You, you kind of swing for the fences and it doesn't happen. It happens that, that's all the okay. Time. It happens. Yeah. But that you got it and now it's like, okay, it may be time, like you mentioned. You, you take phone calls. Hey, what do you give me for this guy? Hey, you know, believe it or not, I might be willing to listen to an offer about for that this guy. guy. Yep. And, and you can start to rebuild it because you know that you just had five years that you don't get very often. But now it's time to save some money. It's time to save some draft picks. It's time to go back at it again. Because what feels like the worst thing you could do for me right now is double down on being super aggressive. That you're really, really thin, like you've said. Your margin for error is virtually non-existent. That if you do get bad injury luck, and they've had far worse than just bad luck, then you're dead in the water before it even starts. If they were healthy this year. Just say that injuries didn't play a big part. They're nine five hundred team. They're nine yeah, and eight. Five hundred team. Seven. They're there's something maybe eight and nine. There there's mm-hmm. something like that. They, this was not a team that was going to run through and win twelve or thirteen no. games again. No, they it just they just simply weren't good enough. And last night was not great. And Christmas against the four and ten Broncos is just uh, so sick. Seven five it's days away. Be awesome. Which Don't forget gonna, that it's going to be on Nickelodeon. It's going to be on Slime Time Live. It's on Slime Time. Snickmas. It's what it is. It's Nickmas. Pat Bev doing Pat Bev things last night in the desert. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Idaho Potato Bowl getting ready to go. San Jose State, State. against one of the directional Michigans. Yep. Uh, you know, barn burner. Eastern. Eastern, thank you. Not Western, Northern. Let's take you live. 
I hope that they're serving just like a variety of potatoes at this bowl. Like that they have like the mashed potatoes, they have like French fries, they have like latkes, they have. Let's see. Keep going. Uh, hash browns, vodka. Oh yes, great idea. <laughs> All these good things. I've never met a potato I didn't like. There's no wrong way to make a potato. By the way, it's the only way to make this game interesting too. If like that's part of the picture. Should, at the end of every play, they should have to eat a plate of mashed potatoes or a giant <laughs> what do they do pile at the of cheese fries. It bowl. Take a shot. Cheese it bowl. Shot. We have the uh, low sodium over you here. Tostitos bowl. A potato one way the rest of your life. You can still have potatoes, but you can only have them one way. What are we doing? Can't mashed. be mashed. It can't, really? I love no, mashed. I, I, I do mashed. too, Emily, not but it can't. That's but they the go with everything. They can, you, they, make it, they can go in almost everything. You get a burger and mashed potatoes? Uh, yeah, it would make it really nice. <laughs> I would have mashed potatoes in my um, taco. I think that's like a Texas way. You can have mashed potatoes in your taco. I can't, Tots, I think. Tots, Tots are a good choice. Yeah. I can't do the... I'm probably doing fries. I think so, too. Yeah, I think I could just live with fries. I think so, too, because you can put them with a steak, a little steak frite. Yep. You can put them with a burger. You can you can fancy them up. You can you can make them real cash. Fries in your burrito, right? A little sure. California burrito action. You get a carne asada and mashed potato burrito. Honestly, sounds <laughs> That's good actually to not, That doesn't sound terrible. <laughs> I, I like that. That doesn't man, sound terrible. The, 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 it, there's a consistency issue. Some, everything I want some crispy mushy. hash browns in yeah, my burrito. Those are great well, I don't too. Eat potatoes yeah. with everything. Well, but... I don't understand, but <laughs> if you there's not a lot of bad ways to do it. Mashed is down the list. Have you guys um, ever heard of the 15 hour potato? No. So Tell a 15, me more. 15 hour potato is where you slice the potatoes really thinly, uh, and then you stack them into a. Um, into a baking dish, usually like a loaf pan, and then you put some a cream. I think it's like I think it's cream, butter, some so herbs. Light. Yeah, and so then you just go for like a jog right after <laughs> potatoes, so, cream, and butter. I was gonna say, do you layer that on top, and then uh, then you add the more of the there? of the shaved um, potatoes, and then you push it down, and then you put it in the freezer overnight, and so it forms into a block. And then you slice it up, and then you put it in a fryer. So when you bite into it, it has these amazing crunchy layers. Mm. Oh my God. Best way to I have just potato. heard block, and you, in my head, I'm like, I will have just a block of potato in my stomach. This is not a bit... I, I'm making that. I, I, that I'll that, send you that, a video about it. amazing. I'm making that, and that's going to happen. Um, why was Patrick Beverly taunting Chris Paul when they were getting destroyed in the third quarter for being too small. That's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> Let him like know. an inch taller than Paul. I, Let him that's know. That's the other thing. Too. Let him know. <laughs> Let him know what? I'm not you're sure. too small. <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't... I, 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 like, I, I guess I like Patrick Beverly. I find him interesting because he's on the Lakers, but the whole idea of being an agitator only works if you're agitating the other guy to get him on tilt so you can beat him. That, but Not that's, when you're getting but, destroyed. But that's a thing in every sport. You know, when when a, a team is down two touchdowns or down three touchdowns and a dude scores and everybody gets together and is doing some type of a celebration, but you're looking up and there's two minutes left in the fourth quarter and you're down 13, yeah, you kind of look kind of look stupid doing it. Like that that's it's not even just a Pat Bev thing, and I'm with you on Pat Bev, right? And it's not my thing. If you're down, it just looks bad. It does. Like, I, I don't know how else to describe it. I don't it. even care if it looks bad as much, Al, as I do, as it, it doesn't work. You know what I mean? Like, the, the idea of having a Patrick Beverly, the idea of him is bring him in 
and have him aggravate the other yeah. team's best player to the point where that other team's best player is more worried about evening scores with Patrick Beverly or a like player than they are doing their job, mm-hmm. right? Gets it. Who is the guy that used to blow in LeBron's ear? Lance Stevenson. Lance right? Stevenson. Lance Stevenson's untying people's shoes. He's blow- that it, It's one of those things that you're hoping LeBron gets distracted, frustrated, whatever it is, and he goes, but that's not what this is. The game's already decided. Keep your powder dry. What are we doing in you know, these situations? Well, tell you, the only thing we've really talked about Pat Bev this year, just being completely honest, is about seeing if you can go get some value for him, yeah. put him in a trade, put him in Kendrick Nunn's contract, and see if you could go get a Pekdanovich, whatever the case is. That has not worked out. I think his value is too small. <laughs> see what he did there. Not according to yesterday. <laughs> according to yesterday, that's not the case. They don't need that. They need more good players. They yeah. they don't need like, no he hasn't panned out I mean yeah. at least up to this point he has been he's not a threat at all on offense still kind of gets his you know gets his um, as best as he can on the defensive side but I'm with you he has not been uh, not been a threat San Jose State just scored a touchdown one minute and eight seconds into the game see who, who wouldn't have wanted to listen to that today who wouldn't have wanted to see that happen no I the Lakers need to make a move for somebody but it's not I, I don't know what Patrick Beverly brings you back I, I know probably. Mid-level things, something pat- equally as I'll tell, I'll tell you what he uninspiring brings. as Patrick Beverly. No, I, I think what he it's the fact that he's making thirteen million and it's an expiring contract. That's what he brings you back. That's his value. That's his value. Yeah. I mean, unless he ends up on a team that you know. But you what, mentioned what do the Lakers get back? I understand why somebody would want the expiring contract. So here, but what does that get you coming the other way? Let me give you an example. So Kendrick Nunn and Patrick Beverly. That's close to twenty million dollars okay. in money that's coming off the books this year. Um, another team would send you something back saying, we have this guy for another two years. We have this guy on the contract for – Bigdanovich is on the books for this year and he's on the book for next year. Um, a team might say, I just want to – we want to we clean our books and you're going to give us draft compensation. So that's what they would do. What do you think they're going to do? Yeah, it's a good question. By, by the way – and. You know, if you and I were having this conversation a week ago before Anthony Davis Friday afternoon before Anthony Davis, you know, had his injury and we're still, you know, no official word yet from the Lakers to kind of have a good time frame of how long he's going to be out for. I'd have told you that they were going to go make a small move, not a big move, but a big enough move to where they think, okay, hey, we can address that position. We can go get a shooter or we're going to go get somebody that's going to go play the five with Anthony Davis. I don't know how much it changes the conversation. I still don't think there's enough this upcoming free agency that they're saying to themselves they have no interest. There aren't guys coming up that you're saying to yourself, okay, hey, you know what? Let's punt on this season and let's just save all that money because we think we're going to go get this player in free agency. I could still see them making a move and going to get a player that's under contract for next year as well because they like that player. They think that that player would fit well with Braun and Anthony Davis, and it's a need that they have. That that's on, it's they almost can still what you do have that. to do, right? You almost have to just say we're we're stacking the deck for 2024, 2023, 2024, as opposed to trying to get something done this year. But that's kind of the opposite of what they've been trying to do for the last couple of years, which is short-term fixes. Because they're right now, they're four games under 500, 13 and 17. Anthony Davis is going to be gone for a while. How, how long of a while? Who knows? But it sounds like at least a month. And what did you say that is? That's 15, 20 games, give or take? So if he came back on the 18th, he got injured on the 18th. That's 15 games. Okay. 
if he's out for the remainder of January as well, which is only another 10, 12 days, whatever, right. it's 25 games. Okay, so let's say he they, he misses 25 games. Mm-hmm. Best case scenario, they go 10 and 15? Best case? Um, yeah, because you're not going to say they're going to go 13 and 12 or 12 and 13. Probably not, mm-hmm. right? So 10 and 15, adding on to this, now you're 23 and 32. Okay, you're nine games under 500. And you're over 50 games into the season. And you're 50 games into the season. And you're probably still outside of that 10. So this is what you got to kind of factor in, right? Because let's say you make a deal that's for next year as well, but you just, I don't know what next year is going to look like either. I got another million. Can I I play it this way? They can also make a move and say, all right, he's not coming back for four weeks, he's not coming back for this stretch that you're talking about. And they went and got Miles Turner. Just throwing it as an example, right? They go get Miles Turner. Miles Turner is not going to cost them, you know, two first round. That's not going to be the case. It's probably going to be a Pat Bev, Kendrick Nunn, uh, some type of pick, some type of draft compensation. They could also make that move saying, well, Miles Turner is going to keep us at around 500 until Anthony Davis comes back. They could also do that. That's also an option for them. It's so tough, Trav, without us knowing how long AD's... If AD's out for three weeks or AD's out for six weeks, there's such a big difference between that sure. time frame. You got to figure out, too, when you're just going to have to bite the bullet and pay the bill, right? They're just going to have to say, listen, this is... We've tried. We've made all the moves we can make. We can, You don't want to continue to sink money into a car that's not going to get you where you need to go anyway. That And, and that's the tricky part. For, for like you said, this is something that... You're, there, there's some ambiguities. I don't know how long he's going to be gone, but he's going to miss enough time to where – is there a move to be made where you win a championship? No, not really. Is there a move where you could get into a playoff position? Yeah, probably, but at what cost and for how long? Are we in the exact same spot a year from now? Okay, now what? That just put, mm. that just postpones inevitably having to pay the bill at some point, like the Rams. They're, they're, it's fascinating to me how similar these two teams are, that they're, they're both – very star heavy, yeah, but underperforming at a very high level. You've got injury concerns across the board. I like you're holding the when, Bible. When, when do you do it? When do you decide? You know what? We're gonna we're gonna do a new thing. We're gonna go buy a new car. I'm gonna let this one just finally run off the road. So I know it's complete curveball. Emily just sent me this uh, tweet: San Francisco Giants postponing Carlos Correa presser after a medical concern arose in his physical. I wonder if it w- was the 13 years part of his physical. <laughs> hey, we, we, we but, see um, on this on this X-ray it says that we signed you for 13 years. We're gonna have to. And this, a second this, the on sad this. thing is, if they don't give it to him, there'll be another team waiting to give it to him. 13's a lot. It's a lot. 13's a lot. 10 is a lot. Eight is a lot. 13. Imagine yourself in 13 years. That's what Swanson get now. Dead. Dave Grant. Long dead. Long dead. How many years does Swanson Seven. get? Seven years. Seven. It's a good contract. It well, it's 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 a lot it's of a money. Better but seven contract. years. Seven years is much more reasonable than what there's a some reason they're getting. Really good teams don't typically give deals that are that long. Yeah, but think about it. I mean, you go look at the deals right now that were all made in the offseason. That doesn't make them good. But but the Yankees, uh-huh. the Phillies, uh-huh. the Padres, all teams, the Giants, all teams that are in the mix. We'll see. We'll mm-hmm. see. They, they, they're I'm, in not, the I'm not trying now. to justify that those are good contracts. Those almost the only deal in that whole that whole run where everybody was getting deals left and right. Trey, the, 
that that's number two on the list. The first one, I'm like, yeah, okay. I, I put it this way: if the Dodgers would have done the Verlander deal, been okay. Because it's only two years. It's only two years. Mm -hmm. Even if it's a disaster, it's off the books almost instantly. Turner, I think, is that good of a player that I would do. The rest of them, go ahead. Knock yourself out. I'm going to sit over here and wait. The Dump, coming up next, it's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Today in 2005, December 20th, 2005, Kobe Bryant, 62 against the Mavs in three quarters. um, And he just took himself out of the game. It, it of all Kobe's got this long list of unbelievable accomplishments that yeah. he had in the NBA. Yeah. That to me is right near the top. That he had sixty-two and three quarters and just said, "Eh, I'm good." All right, so it's the most underrated baller move out there. It's awesome. You drop sixty-two. Phil's like, "Hey, you want to go back in for what?" I'm up sixty-two to sixty-one on the Mavs through three. I think that was the score through three quarters that he literally had one more point than the Mavs. Are you guys fans of this? Um, Taylor, I'll ask you this one. Last week, Damian Lillard had 11 threes through three quarters. Okay. They're up like 20. I forget who they're playing, but they're up like 20. And the all-time record of threes is 14 by Clay Thompson. Okay. So he was already like 11 of 15 or 11 of 16, whatever he was. He only needs three more. Only, all he needs three more to tie the record of most three-pointers all time. Dame didn't go back in the fourth quarter. Do you want to see him go back in? I respect that he didn't go back in. Uh, I was saying earlier, like Devin Booker, when he had his 70 points against the Celtics, they yep. were getting blown out. Yep. they um, were on. The, it was different because they were actually the team losing by 20-plus points rather than up. celebrated like it was Wilt Chamberlain scoring 100 <laughs> points. No, literally. They, got the, they had the sheet of paper. It said 70 on it, and That's he held it and took great. a team picture, and there was nothing really to so, celebrate. So, yeah, I think that has an asterisk on it, and I don't know. I like, I like what Dame did. I like what Kobe did, too. Baller move. 62 through 3. I, I will say that there's not enough of it where – if you're close enough to break a record, I mean, let me just use Portland as an example. Are, are the Blazers, you kind of know what they are, right? And if Dame's got a chance to break the all-time record, remember the quarter Clay had 37 and broke? I, do. I know it's different because that's in the middle of a game, and I think it happened in the third quarter. I think you're right. Um, I, I wish I saw a little bit more of these guys going to try to break that record. I think it's completely up to the guy. I don't think there's a right or a wrong answer. I think it's if, if you want the record, go for it. This is pro sport. Yeah. Everybody's getting paid. We're not embarrassing anybody. You're getting a check. I'm getting a check. Everybody's doing it. If you want it, go get it. I have absolutely – now, writing 70 on a piece of paper after that, that's <laughs> a little beyond. But if uh, uh, Lillard wanted to go out there and try to make three more threes or four more threes to break the – yeah, go for it. Now, where it gets weird is if you go out there and you roll an ankle or something no, like that's, that. No, that's – of course. But, but That know, can like, happen at any time, listen, any play, any practice. There w- there's Damian Lillard's going to go to the Hall of Fame. He's got more money than he could ever spend in 100 lifetimes, all of those things. Yeah. Something pretty cool about saying no one's ever made more blank than I have in an NBA game. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. I'm with you on that. Yeah. I'm with you. And that, that situation, like I, I agree that maybe Kobe looked at that situation differently. And what was it? I, I don't know how much – Longer it was when Kobe then eventually got maybe a couple years later. I can't remember. I think off it was top that my year. Head. Might have been was, that year. Might actually might too. might have been a couple months later. For for all I know, but whatever it was, you know, Kobe ends up going out and dropping eighty one. That's a different type of game. I remember Lakers were down big in that game too and came all the way back. I wish they would kind of go for these records a little bit more, especially if it's kind of organic. Like I've always wondered. Let's use who's the best scorer in the in the league right now. Just you just I'll, I'm just gonna KD. Let's KD. just say KD. Let's use KD. Yeah. 
If they had a game, it's a, it's a, just a kind of a thing. They play yep. 82 of these things, right? If they yeah. just said, well, hey, you know what we're going to try to do tonight? See if we can get you 80 points. And, and just give him every shot and just try to make it happen. That would be weird. That that would feel like it's a it's yeah. a weird deal. Katie Whereas, took fifty six shots. Right. That's what I mean. But then it just kind of happens where all of a sudden yeah. Kobe Bryant has eighty one points. Like, and he against was Toronto, taking every the, shot, mm-hmm. but it wasn't. We're going to go in there and do this. This is something that they'll do in a baseball uh, team every once in a while, where they'll have once a team's out of it playing against another team that's out of it, they'll have somebody play all nine positions in a game. They'll they'll play a different inning at a different position. And it's kind of fun and interesting, but it's so contrived, it doesn't really feel meaningful. Whereas if you ended up playing like six positions in a nine-inning game because they had to keep moving you around for circumstances, that would mean a lot more to me. Those, Kobe, those fake ones are weird. Kobe had the 81 a month later. Crazy. Yeah, a month later. Crazy. Do you think we'll see somebody get 80 ever again in an NBA game? I do. I do because of the three. Because of the the way the NBA the way, is today. Exactly right. The way that the game is played right now and the way that these guys can shoot the ball the way that they can. If, the fast-paced game. If, if you had – Steph is at a weird age to where maybe not him, but if you had like Trey Young one night just went nuclear. Mm-hmm. And you said, wait, Trey Young had 82 points. He made 22 threes or whatever I think it is. Booker, too. Is, yeah. Booker's another one. He's yeah. Got it three. feels possible. What could happen is you can get 45 and a half. That can happen. I think Kyrie got 40. I think there was a point last year he had 40 in the first half. If you get that, like the first half is done and you got 45, now it's like, all right, go chase it. Yeah. Yeah. Problem is, doesn't it seem like when you go chase it, it never happens? It's harder. It's hard. Well, and the other thing that, and this goes back to Toronto when he had his eighty-one, right? At some point, somebody's going to take offense to what's happening and might try to do something to you. I agree with that. That that if you okay, now you're trying to embarrass me, so I'm going to make sure that I'm not embarrassed. Yep. That's where it gets a little tricky. Mm -hmm. Double and triple team. Like I don't care if we lose by fifty. Yeah. You're not. I'm gonna foul you hard if you get to the basket. You're not getting eighty. We're gonna run. We'll leave three guys unguarded under Mm -hmm. the basket. You don't get to shoot anymore. You have to pass to Chris Mim. Probably still wouldn't have. Aaron Donald was named to the 2023 Pro Bowl. That makes nine Pro Bowls in nine years. There's only a very small handful of guys that have done that. Joe Thomas, Jim Brown, Lawrence Taylor, Franco Harris, uh, the late Derek Thomas, Mel Renfro, Barry Sanders, and Merlin Olsen. Um, That's pretty good company right there. How long have you been in the league? Eight years. How many Pro Bowls you make? Eight. That's a pretty good deal. Look at those names, too. Exactly. It's funny. I um thinking of that Barry Sanders story that John was telling us last oh, week. Oh, playing basketball. That just to me is so funny. Oh, I haven't played in forever. I haven't played in forever. This goes back to the conversation. I think I think I've had it with you. Yeah, we have point. athletes. They, guys, you athletes. don't you don't get it. They're yeah. they're better human beings. Not better people. They're physically better human beings than the rest of I'm us. I'm not yeah, not arguing that. <laughs> <laughs> they're bigger. They're faster, they're quicker, they're more coordinated, they're more skilled. They're just better at this stuff I, I remember, than you and me. I remember one time I, when I was in college and I played against a guy that was from all he was he was playing at a junior college. Sure. And I'm like, that's the greatest shooter I have ever seen in my life. I don't even think he turns to the basket. He was at a JC. <laughs> okay. Like, it's just kind of comical to me that. I looked at this one dude playing junior college, and I'm like, that's unbelievable. I'll tell you funny. So when I was 13 or 14, my dad played basketball at the University of Oregon. 
Okay, he played against Kareem at the UCLA teams. All these things. He played high level college wow. basketball. Okay. Wow. Now he didn't play a ton throughout his career, but mm-hmm. he he played high level college basketball. Okay. So he's coaching my 14-year-old youth basketball team. We're playing in the gym at Arcadia High, and it's just a bunch of dads coaching these teams. And so we start playing like a pickup with some of the other dads, and my dad can play basketball, okay? And he he can dribble with both hands. He can shoot. He can finish. You know, he he knows how to play. And he's taking it very easy on all of us. He's just kind of doing his thing. And one of the other dads who was a huge dork and was just terrible and just this big oaf that couldn't walk and chew gum. So my dad goes, you know, lay up up and under the basket or whatever. It was something pretty normal. Dude, did you play in the NBA? It's like, <laughs> uh, no, I was the 10th guy on a college basketball team in the 60s. <laughs> That's what, but to your point. Did you use your left hand? When you get people that are good at something yeah. at a level that is above and beyond, it's a totally, my dad's like, no, I can't even touch the rim. What do you mean I have to play in the NBA? What are you talking about? <laughs> so, yeah, there's a little bit different that Barry Sanders could play basketball. Not a huge surprise. Let's do a little super crosstalk. Mason is in the building, I've been told. He will be making his way in here very shortly. In the meantime, Andy Kamenetsky is here on behalf of Mr. Ireland. Andy, hello again. Hey! Don't I, was trying to, I was trying to tell Michael in the pregame, I'm like, Michael, why was there a one-hour difference between your call to Andy and the Did Travis an Rogers call? He said that he thought the game started at 6. <laughs> Thank you. That is what I said. And then he said by the time he realized once he called you – that the game starts at 7, then he waited. Like This is part of the reason that I didn't watch on Sunday, You know, in part, as we've discussed, Travis and my mutual disinterest in the whole thing. Yes. But also, Michael told me the game began at 6. Not the pregame coverage, not any of that, the regalia, the game. So I'm like, there's no way in hell I'm waking up at 6 in the morning on a Sunday during this rare time where I can actually sleep in as a parent. That's why there was a one-hour gap. Well, but here's the thing, though. By the time time I woke up, I woke up around 8-ish, which is about as late as I can realistically sleep in. Sure. I figure the game's over. Like, you know, I'm not counting on, you know, a soccer game. Oh, because you thought it started at 6. Yeah, Yeah, I'm not counting on a soccer game where six goals are scored. I mean, that's like a week of soccer. So I figure this thing's over. So that's why I, I didn't even know. That Did the, you get the return? Did he hit you a second time? Because I got two. He tried three times with me. <laughs> I did not the, get the third. The only reason, the only reason I even figured out that the game was still happening because it went on a long time <laughs> is Kaplan tweeted out something about this is an incredible game. I hope at Cam Brothers is watching. <laughs> and I saw a Twitter alert with a mention for me. I take a look at it. I'm like, wait. It's like almost nine o'clock. This game is still going on. So I caught the penalty kicks at the end. Which oh, you got the penalty kicks. Yeah, it's enough. You got it. You got the good part. Show, yeah, man. you got the good part. Show. How you doing, Mace? Ah, uh, doing okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Sorry, okay. buddy. Yeah, my little buddy Fredo. Um, mm. Just uh, he passed away on Sunday, and uh, we we were both a mess. I bet both a mess. Yeah, because you know we they really are members of our family sure yeah so it was it was a bump but uh we are in the process of because i have so much love in me that i need to put somewhere (laughs) so we are going to adopt a puppy tonight oh Oh, wow yeah awesome won't be fredo will be a completely different dog there'll never be another fredo but um, have you picked out a name yet you know he comes with so it's male 
It's male. Okay. So we've got all our dogs have movie names. So Enzo was for Enzo the baker in The Godfather, the guy who stood outside the hospital and, and guarded the dog. <laughs> the baker, the baker. Uh, Fredo, of course, wound up taking the rowboat, uh, which you don't want to do. This dog's given name, according to the, the people that have it, is Sonny. So oh, there's another oh, wow. godfather name. So okay. we took that as a sign. That's amazing. That, that must be the right dog. So Sonny is his name. That's great. After Sonny Corleone. Sonny Cor- that was James Caan, yes? Yeah, yes. That was yes. James Caan. Yes. We will not go anywhere near a toll booth. <laughs> <laughs> Nowhere near a toll booth with little Sonny. I mean, he's supposed to wait for the security guards. He's supposed to have the security guards go with him. Exactly. exactly. Uh, Enzo, is a, that's a great Enzo is just name. a good name. Enzo was yeah, a great name. A great yeah. name. Enzo was a great name, yeah. How old was uh, Fredo? Fredo was only six years old, mm. and he had uh, was in congestive heart failure. I talked about him a lot on the show. And he had a rough go. Uh, he was probably going to go for another three months, the vet says. So probably he was, you know... It would have been a rough three months. Yeah. So mm. he chose to exit on Sunday, mm. and mm. Uh, yeah, and we were all yeah. broken up. Yeah, of course. Sure. Well, of course. I'm, I'm glad that you're back. I'm yeah. sorry that uh, you had to deal with that, but I'm glad that Sonny is going to enter your life. And, Sonny! Uh, you'll have a place to place your love. Yeah, so much love. <laughs> so much love. Indeed. Did you watch the soccer final? I of course did. Oh, okay. I of course did. Uh, my you're old, you're my- going up against them two very... Uh, they're not. They they were not worried about the Sunday game. Let's just put it that way. So Travis, you didn't even watch the final. No, is the short answer. What? Um, so good. It was one of the. So it was one I, of the coolest sporting I, events in a really that. long time. I, I, I know. I, I know. I, I mean, but, Messi. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Greatest of all Mbappe time. Mbappe had a hat trick. Mbappe. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was and it was uh, it was really really friggin' dramatic. It, I, I I don't discount anything you said i believe that to be factually true everything that you're telling me that is exciting that the two best players in the world played like it yes and then it went down to the wire yeah but i don't have it in my heart really yeah you don't have a sense see what i what i have from the world cup is like this sense of the entire world being engaged yes i can't imagine how many people worldwide sure for sure but I'll, i'll use this as an example because soccer i don't dislike it i just don't have a great interest in it. right but when lafc was competing for the mls oh. cup it's different because i cared who won yeah right. I, I had a i had a vested interest in one of the teams winning the cup so i wanted to see it and we when we had the trophy in here we were yep. talking about the next day i could speak to, I, I was invested in it as far as the outcome goes not as right. a soccer fan but as a person that wanted to see a local team do well right 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 argentina and france i'm indifferent to their soccer cultures i don't it's not. I don't dislike. I just. I don't care right, what but, the result is. So I can't feel it like. So that. you know, and and this could be the only way that could rope you in. It clearly did not. Yeah. But Messi, we start looking at in the NBA. You start looking at individuals, right? It's Kevin Durant and it's LeBron James and it's Steph Curry and it's these individual players that you kind of are like. Yeah, that guy's supposed to be considered one of the greatest. I want to watch the finals because he's in it. Yeah. Even though you don't have a tie between but the like Warriors basketball. and the Cavs, but or I like basketball. Like that. That's the difference. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm interested in the sport you know, of basketball. I, I think soccer is starting to grow no into a thing. I mean, I've been hearing it for years. Oh, soccer, it's coming, it's the coming. The sport of the future since yeah. 1965. Yeah. You know what? I think it's kind of 
getting here. It is. I, there was tons of buzz about. By the way, Jorge won fifty thousand mythical dollars because wow. Argentina won. That was his uh, pick from the start of the tournament. He's got so much more mythical money than we do. He's like over two hundred thousand. I've got three thousand mythical dollars. He should right start now. charging you guys like loan shark he rates really on should. loans. He really, I, I need to borrow. Some. <laughs> He's like, here's two thousand. Push that borrow big. Go have a great day. <laughs> yeah. Go get yourself something nice. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But send was, mythical was, leg breakers after you. Yeah. It was. Re- it was really really fun. I thought the final was. Do you want to share um, my situation? Yeah. What's your 36-hour situation? The so, uh, <laughs> is that a thing? <laughs> well, no, it is a thing. The sitch. I People say the sitch. sitch is fine. Yeah. Yeah, here's the sitch. <laughs> Travis just That's doesn't awesome. say it. <laughs> Did that not sound organic? No. No. Uh, <laughs> kind of like Alan saying cap. <laughs> yeah, so my sitch is... Um, did the Rams game last night, obviously. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, when the Rams have a Sunday night or a Monday night game, I, I will typically... Um, do the show and stay up here. Yeah. Uh, so I don't have to make the trip home. I'll, I'll spend the night in, yeah, in right. LA. He gets the grand suite and, up at yeah, the JW. Oh, sure. So I, you know, I pack my bag and everything on um, Monday morning mm-hmm. and I'm getting ready to come to work and whatnot. And I'm sitting in the conference room last night and Susan texts me. She's like, Why don't you bring your bag? I'm like, well, I, I did. It's in the trunk. She goes, No, I'm staring. It's right here by the front door. Really? You didn't bring it. I'm like, Oh, man. So. This whole ensemble yeah. was the same ensemble from yesterday, and when I say the whole ensemble, wait a minute, you spent the entire night here? Uh, yeah, I spent. I slept at the Lux across the street. Oh, you here. did? Okay, yeah, got because it. I, you know, by a couple of hours, and, yeah. it's late and all these things. But I have from shoes and. Everywhere, no up change to the of top. clothing, not one change of wow. the top. That's end. a rough sitch. You, you look like you were doing the walk of shame. It's <laughs> yeah. kind of what it is. Yeah. I did get a shower in, but yeah. I don't have any of my my stuff that I put in my hair. I'm just yeah. kind of little. Did you have a computer? Today. I had my computer, but I didn't have no new socks, no new underwear, oh, no new wow. t-shirt, That's no rough. new pants. You didn't do anything nothing. in that in that hotel room. There's nothing that you opened. There was nothing to. I open. walked in to check the hotel last night. I just had my laptop in my, my backpack, wow. and I borrowed it. Not borrowed. Got a toothbrush from the front desk, yep. and here we are. And we're going on 36 nice. hours. Just same underwear. Into it. You know same what? Underwear. I'm fresh. Don't I? Same I, socks. I do it all the time, so I don't know. The <laughs> underwear and socks, you too? Guys, you guys know. I'm not underwear and socks. That's, but, that's the point. jeans is but fine. Jeans, the hoodie's fine. Hoodie. Jeans all day long. Jeans, yeah. no problem. But yeah. I told him he should put his underwear inside out. That would have been Said it was too good late. to know Smart. Socks, earlier this morning. Socks inside out. Inside out. I wouldn't have done the t-shirt. T-shirt, <laughs> I would have went just sweater, no t-shirt. Here's where it would have gotten confusing had I gone inside out on the chonies. I would have gone, you know, we're all human beings. We all operate roughly the same way. Yeah. When it was time to, after I drank all my coffee, sure. to, I, would, I wouldn't be able to figure it out because everything would be backwards. Yeah, right. I don't right. know how to ac- access the things that I need to access. It'd be very, very awkward for yeah. me. Yeah. How did you like the game? I mean, uh, how did you like our explosive offense? Told Sleeve. Explosive. We we got duped, Mace. Yeah. We we got we duped. got suckered in by Baker Mayfield. Yeah. 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 Just <laughs> like State Farm. We did. I was so excited. Did, did you was... kind of dupe yourself? No. I, it was it was for the first time, what was last week? Last week was their thirteenth game of the season. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So for the thirteenth game, we finally got something to be excited yeah. about. Yeah. You finally got a result that was a unexpected and b super super exciting. Yeah. So you're hoping that you could get it again in the fourteenth game of the season. Only it looked like the other twelve. You there, know, when, it was exactly the when same Matt thing. Gay hit that fifty-five yard field goal. Though yep. that was exciting. They're in the game. <laughs> 
They're in the game. That sure, was, sure. That was exciting. <laughs> that was exciting. Sure. 55, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's and a, losing to Aaron Rodgers. I can't stand Aaron Rodgers. No, nah, he's, he's not a, a super likable guy. By the way, I love the fact that last week, apparently, or I guess over the weekend, um, he was asked about what Baker Mayfield did against the Raiders. And do you hear what Aaron Rodgers' reaction I was? I did not. I mm. could do that. It's like you jerk. <laughs> Such a jerk. Just say Baker Mayfield, that was an amazing but, night. Don't say why is I he, could do that. He doesn't need to say that. Why is he The worst that? part is, is he's right. Oh, he's right. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> said you couldn't. Yeah, that's what right. I'm saying. Nobody was doubting I that he do can't that. do that. Oh, screw you. That's an awful answer. So, Sunday, it's Christmas, 4-10 and 10 Denver against 4-10 and 10 Los Angeles. Are you in your seats? The battle for five. <laughs> uh, no, in fact, uh, you know, Juan grew up in Wyoming. Um, and his dad and stepmom were season ticket holders. So they are flying in. This has been the plan all along. We were getting ready for a playoff showdown. Sure. Uh, instead, we're getting the two five-win teams, or the four, two four-win teams, and we're all going to the game on Sunday. Mm, you uh, are? Yeah, we are going to the game on Sunday, Christmas Day, nothing like Christmas Day with What do you think Baker it's going to look Mayfield. like? Because it, it, they, if, Denver's terrible. Yeah. So are the Rams. And so are the Rams. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what do you think? Fifty? Uh, you get 50 people? Not 50,000? Yeah, I think 50,000. Because the capacity the Bronco is close fans, to I don't think there are Bronco fans that are. Well, they've already been this. here for a Charger game this year. That's oh, a so tough they, sell to go to that game yeah. and on Christmas. I know the Rams are saying if you can't use your tickets, donate, donate them and them. they'll go to um, mm. a good cause. We'll yeah. get the details. Do you know the details I on that? I don't, other than they're doing it. Yeah. I, I don't know. We'll get some details on that. Because, yeah. you know, the tickets, don't let your tickets just sit. No, don't there. let them sit in a and drawer. Make sure because a lot of people, you got a chance to see SoFi Stadium. That's the billing. That See is a sell. Stadium. That's it's, a good it's enough It's a hell sell. of a building. Yeah, it really is. At, I, a, at a great price. If I would have told you that the parade ends at Fig, we're at we're at the. Coliseum, Can you believe that was this year? And, and I said, hey, guess oh, yeah. what? By the time we get to Christmas, yeah, this is going to be a four and ten team that's mathematically eliminated, and that it's been a season where everything could possibly go wrong. Yes. Would you have believed it for a sec? I, that if you said they went eight and nine, sure. Yeah. Seven and ten. Yeah, I could. Yeah, I could. Four and ten, they might finish four and thirteen. Here's how stupid I am. Last night I was saying, as the game started, I said to Juan, "You know, I think we can finish eight and nine. I think we can run the table from here with Baker." You really were caught oh, up I'm in Friday and Thursday sucker. night. <laughs> Total sucker. Now, but if he has a good game this, you know, Christmas He's coming back up, in. are you back suckered again? Yeah, I'm suckered again, and then I really want to screw up the Chargers season. That would be fun. That would be fun to screw that, up the Chargers. That would We'd enjoy that. I would yeah. be on board. Yeah, for everyone that. would beat enjoy the Raiders that. and the Chargers in one year. Is this not a? Um, potentially a blessing in disguise for them for Mayfield to have a couple more like he had last night to where there's not a market for him at the end of the year that he has to be a backup that he likes Sean McVay that he fits in with the culture and yes because McVay said something interesting that was hey it's not about what's happening on the field only with him it's about how does he fit in here how does he work with the other guys how does he adapt yeah. to our culture if the performance is mediocre or less I'd rather have him than John Wolford. I'd rather have him I than Bryce absolutely Perkins. Would He's and a luxury as a backup. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like, the year that the, the Rams had Blake Bortles. Right. I as, felt like emergency Blake, uh, Blake break Bortles last, we were okay. is not who you want starting at quarterback at all. Mm -hmm. You know, he became a running joke on The Good Place for an entire, you know, the entire <laughs> run right. of that show. But as a backup, he's a luxury. Yeah, yeah. He is better than, like, 80% of backups around the league. Well, and now, you know, Stafford came out on uh, Kelly Stafford's podcast yeah. and they asked him about coming back next <laughs> what year. He said, of course her. I'm coming back.
Yeah, that's a good booking. I don't know how she booked him. It took yeah, her a I, I long time to get Matthew on the I show. I think she started in Detroit. Just trying to, <laughs> just trying to get him. Working the phones. <laughs> She's calling his agent. I'm just just one time. How do I get Matthew just, on the show? Just one time. Babe, I told you, go through my agent. Every time, though, I hear those conversations about this guy's thinking about it, and then he says, once it's in the ether, yeah. there's something to it. When, when she, sure. She's the one that went on her podcast saying, I'm worried about his long-term Dangerous, health. Dangerous, yeah. long-term health. I mean, you start hearing, what was it, uh, spine... Uh, neck com- spinal compression. Spinal contusion. Con- contusion or contusion, compression? compression. One spinal cord things. compression. But he was something. feeling tingling like in his leg, so Jeez. you know it's totally understandable. Uh, but I'm I'm glad he's coming back. There was a lot of speculation. Oh, is he coming back? Is he not coming back? I mean, we need more out of Matthew. Stafford. I don't even know if you can evaluate what he did this year. No. I think it's almost impossible to say whether he had a good year or not. Yeah, obviously wasn't a good year. Yeah. But how much of what they've gone through this year was his responsibility? I don't know. They had 27 different offensive linemen. They wore uh, name tags. Hello, my name is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's really hard to make any sort of judgment. You really should have done that. Some I people like that. are very passionate about uh, Christmas movies. Is- yes. Emily's love is this topic, so that's only oh, reason I'm bringing okay. it up. Why does she love it? She doesn't really love it? Well, she loves the topic of whether Die Hard is a Christmas movie <laughs> oh, really? or not. Are we so doing I'm, that again? I'm asking you, yeah. is it a Christmas movie or no, not? it is not a Christmas movie. Okay. I'm sorry. That is but an see, action movie. see, you're the movie. same thing where you don't no, like no, no, the debate. No, 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 no. It's annoying. No, here's the thing. His reaction was measured and reasonable. Yeah. It was calm. <laughs> yes. Right. It was calm. Al asked him the question, is Die Hard? And he goes, no, it's not. And, and, and you, she nearly came through the yeah, glass through. over yeah. the idea of the topic and why it's not. And then she said, I hate this topic so much. And then did five minutes on how she then did the topic. Then did five minutes, yeah. And, and then Taylor Swift. <laughs> Don't don't give her a challenge. Oh, I know. Yeah. I know. The upset of the day was that you was it your alarm clock that did not have a Taylor Swift song on it. Yeah. Yep. That was the uh, man. It is. Would have gotten that one wrong, loud wrong along the way. So my computer is dead, um, which, I mean, apparently everything around me is dying. Um, we uh, so we're totally flying blind today. Nothing? I have no idea what we're doing. It's completely. Wide open, right? And well, he, you have a game to react to if you need it. San oh, Jose right. State, oh, the Potato Bowl. My game. I don't have my game for game of games. It's oh, on that computer. You're gonna have to do it blind. I am gonna have to make up a game on the spot, Bergman. On the spot. Christmas movies. Can't wait. Christmas <laughs> movies. Yes. I'm just trying to give you like categories. It was gonna be verticals. Christmas carols because it's Christmas caroling well, okay, day. National Christmas caroling. With day. that in mind, we we're talking about have. Somebody knocked on your door and caroled. It's at happened, you. yes. Me, me when too. I was a little kid, we used to do it in the neighborhood. You used to go caroling on the, on the cul-de-sac. Yeah. Okay. Did we, as the receiver of the carol. Yeah. What is your reaction to that? Um, as the receiver, it's it is awkward. Very. It is awkward, and I don't know if they're asking for something. Are they asking for something? Usually, they're asking for a donation. A for donation. X Y Z. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I I haven't had Christmas carols. Carolers in a long time. It makes me think of Love Actually. Do you, you guys know Love Actually? Because when Andrew Lincoln shows up with the signs, and uh, the very first sign says, "Tell him it's Carol Singers," and uh, she turns around and says, "It's Carol Singers, <laughs> Carol Singers." I never know what to do while they're singing at me. Do you? Do you smile? Do you I stare there blankly? Never had one. Clap along. <laughs> Joy to sway, the world. Sway with the music. Okay, enough of this song. Last? Track seven. Yeah, yeah. Skip. Skip. There you go. Siri, play next song. <laughs> Mason in Ireland coming up next. We'll see you tomorrow. Good afternoon.